FIH Indoor Hockey World Cup action at the Hartfelt Arena in Pretoria. The first ever Indoor Hockey Tournament or Indoor Hockey World Cup Tournament outside of Europe and today was day one. There was action, there was goals, there were celebrations, there was emotion, there were tears, there were injuries but most of all there was excitement. To digest day one we talk with John McEnroy and Marsha Cox while getting a special message from SA Hockey CEO Sean Vikes. All that and more in this episode of Hockey the Podcast. Welcome back to Hockey the Podcast, Indoor Insights. The first day of action is nearly done here at Hartfelt Arena. It has been a pulsating day of action from history being made with the first ever tournament taking place on African soil. Two remarkable upsets to also a couple of favorites laying down a marker. Joining me to discuss the action so far today, we'll split it up into two parts and then try and get a third bit of insight John McEnroy, one of our MCs, one of our regular guests now, part of the furniture for this. Um, Makers, first and foremost, I don't know if you had it earlier, I did the goosebump moment. Brew, a huge moment in South African hockey history, and to think that Sunday morning, hoppest eight in the morning in Pretoria, we have a, a pretty much packed arena here in the Hartfelt Arena. I mean, remarkable scenes. And then a, a performance to match. A performance to match where I believe that the South African women's team put in one of their best performances in, in my recent memory anyway. And, and to do that at a World Cup opening game, I, I take my hat off to them. And I, it's, it's a great pity that, that uh, we couldn't finish off uh, level uh, with uh, the Austrians. But no doubt they are taking heart. They are taking strength forward into this tournament. Kayla Duvall? Kayla Duvall is a tenacious big game player who wants to learn who wants she sets such high standards the moment um i went off after the field after the the game he said to, to i wanted to go up to her and say kayla great game great performance great goal and the first thing she said to me was i um i messed up the the second one i should have had two and that's the attitude for me kayla devol epitomizes the attitude of an elite player who's wanting to improve and keep going and and nothing's enough so yeah very happy to see her on the score sheet and Mickey, you were there on ground level. Just take us through, what was it like as the teams ran out? There was two and a half thousand people here making massive noise. Uh, where does that moment sit in your life of, of some incredible experiences that must be pretty near the top? I think I was, I was just really happy that these players get to live that, uh, that moment. It, it's a big moment. And if you think of the journey of South African hockey um, through isolation into the Olympics, um, who would have thought that there'd be a World Cup on home soil and our teams will be ready for it. And our teams are no doubt ready for it. And I hope Team South Africa women's are, are taking great heart. Um, for me, there was a captain's performance from Jess O'Connor. I believe it was the best performance I have seen from Jess O'Connor in, in the last five years. And, uh, you know, that's, that's something to be proud of, a captain's performance. Absolutely. It was heartbreak at the end for Tegan Free, getting the penalty stroke. She's got an incredible penalty stroke record. On the day, though, the ball seemed to stick a little bit. She didn't quite generate the power. Keeper went the right way and made a good save. You're a, you, 
are a former international sportsman, you've played on the biggest stage. How easy is it to shake that kind of moment off and, and pick yourself up the next day? Quite simply, she just has to do it. She has to move forward. She had the, the, the courage to stand up and, and take the, the important penalty with uh, no seconds on the clock. Uh, no doubt Team South Africa will be right behind her and she, she gets back on that horse tomorrow and we're supporting her all the way. Tomorrow evening, it's evening matches, both South African teams playing in the evening. That, the stadium is going to be packed. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see it. Tough game though tomorrow. I mean, let's look at their opponents tomorrow as Netherlands. They were belligerent today almost in how they dismissed New Zealand. And, and I say this without ever moving out of second gear. They really didn't have to test themselves, raise the game. Five goals for their skipper. I mean, that's in itself impressive. But, you know, 10 in the end of the day. But a pretty straightforward victory for Netherlands. They look ominous. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think uh, with, with with respect to New Zealand, it's a it's a, a very uh, new uh, indoor hockey nation, uh, and they they lack experience at this level, let alone against the Dutch in the first game of the tournament. So we've got to take that into account. But obviously, goal difference is crucial. And and I agree with you. I don't believe that the Dutch uh, women's team really even got into second or third gear, which which is not, it, it's a little bit on, ominous. Uh, I think you're right. Let's quickly change track before we even talk about the South African men. There was an outstanding game today, a game that stood out. I mean, there were a few, but a game that really stood out for me, Argentina 5, Iran 4. Unreal game of indoor hockey. Unbelievable. I mean, I think the Iranian team are a little bit in shock. Um, I'm not sure have, have Iran played against uh, Argentina before. I don't think so. Uh, the Argentinians spirit passion um kind of what it means for them to pull on the blue and white i don't it's it's unfathomable it's 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 impossible to understand unless you're argentinian and they just showed immense fighting spirit and never say die i mean it was a really wonderful rousing performance and the whole crowd enjoyed it no doubt a standout uh, match in the world cup and we're on day one i mean i i'm really 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 excited about this tournament one Elisegui, the, the captain of Argentina. I, I mean, he's that good that I went and learned how to pronounce his surname properly. Wow. I mean, we, we know about Joaquin Gonzalez coming to South Africa. Previously, he was my roommate on a tour. Um, but, wow. That's all I can say. One Elisegui is, is, is a special player and he brought it to the biggest stage and show, announced himself to the world. Yeah. Juan Elisegui has some, some, some flair. He ha some flair is an, an understatement. He has a, a lot to offer, no doubt about it. He can bring the X factor. And obviously, the, the rest of the Argentinian team, obviously, Joaquin, great experience. But they have that fighting spirit. And then you have a little bit of X factor uh, thrown into the mix. They become a dangerous team. And never say never against these Argentinians. They will fight until the very end. And I, I really admire the, their fighting spirit. And, and every single person in the ground appreciated the, their contribution today. As the Iranians also brought a lot, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think the coach is going away from that um, sort of unduly happy, uh, unduly unhappy, um, but m maybe they underestimated or they took their foot off the gear. There were a couple of ill-disciplined moments. Uh, I think that it cost you at this level. Um, so if I was the Iranian uh, coach, I would 
probably be focusing on that. They've got to have uh, their full contingent of players on the field and they, they've got a talented bunch of players, an experienced bunch of players and I don't know, they're a, a wounded lion. Remember uh, this uh, Football World Cup when a, a certain um, Argentinian team lost in the first game of the World Cup? I, I'm not making an emphatic statement like that, Jabu, but uh, to be honest, I would be very wary of the Iran team. I think uh, they can put it together um, and they can put a series of, of good results together, no doubt. Uh, yeah, there's just there's this feeling that they are going to have a stay in the story of the World Cups. I think so. I don't know. Something after the game, there, there's unfinished business there. And they're a team of men. I, I, I say that they're big they're, they're physically like an intimidating group of players you can see they played a lot together they play a very um, specific style of indoor and I think somehow that this is going to be uh, um, a blessing in disguise for the Iranian team and also for, for, the, for the tournament another game that was probably a blessing in disguise for the tournament was USA now USA came into the tournament not heavily favoured we know uh, they finished second in the Pan American Games to Argentina. No Trinidad and Tobago there. So, you know, some people were downplaying that achievement because you didn't have uh, TNT there. You don't downplay the t achievements. You play the tournament in front of you. They came second. They qualified. Jason Mulder is an astute coach, really knows what he's doing. He's put the right people with him. He's managed to convert one or two outdoor players into indoor players as well. And what a performance from them. I mean... They started well, Czech Republic fought back, and then all of a sudden USA just clicked into gear. What a great result that was. Jabu, I think I'm most excited or most surprised or most, um, most unexpected the amount of um, really potent players in the American lineup. For me, like play, obviously Pat Harris goes without saying, he's, he's seasoned professional and it has a big impact on, on, on everything in the American team, but you've got the Kepler brothers. They, I mean, the, 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 um, the younger one of the two, he, he, he takes big risks and he gets big rewards, but he, he's definitely, uh, he's not scared, he, you know. And, um, but for me, Lesser, obviously, he got three goals, but Kokorakis, for me, is also an exciting player. America's full of exciting players. I, I, I for sure um, think they also might have a say in, in the, the final stages of this World Cup. It, it's an interesting statement because they play with a very direct uh, approach to hockey. Fast forward, go forward, Marius Lesser, uh, Kokorakis, that, you know, they're, they're trying to get into the circle. And then on the counter, you have the Dutch, who are playing control, calm, looking, waiting for ga uh, gaps, putting in a moment of magic. Uh, Nicky Lash rolling back the years and producing that goal, probably the, my favourite goal of the game, uh, when he cut inside and finished. Uh, we saw Marcus shaping for a pass, opening the gap and then just curving around. You know, again, you know, you don't want to almost uh, discredit anybody else because Austria are doing a sensational job against New Zealand right now. But, but Netherlands look a proper potent threat this week. You talked about the gears of the Netherlands women's team. The, Nicky Lice wasn't even sweating. He was the orchestrator of that game, but he tried to do as little as possible. And yet the, the goal was just a, a little uh, example of the magic that is in that guy's stick. The ball doesn't move one centimeter from that guy's stick. It's like he has glue on the end of his stick. I was really impressed with the Dutch team, but I would say... Um, I really feel for the Namibian team because for me, they show great heart, great character. The Brits brothers, Hermanus, uh, Peter Jakobs, those looks have BMT, they have hiss, they have spirit, they have courage like lions. 
Well, they were just outgunned, simply and utterly outgunned. And I don't believe the, the, the Dutch really kicked into gear at all. Um, but for a lot of the game, Namibia did themselves really proud. And uh, at the end of the day, the, the game ran away from them. But for me, it was a spirited performance. I was disappointed with the Namibian women's team, I have to say. At the very least, whenever I see a Namibian women's team or any team from Namibia, there's like this this fight and I felt like they needed sort of three quarters of the game to to kind of awaken that fight in them and to be fair to them they finished really strong but they've got to start like that Namibia are fighters um, so yeah it's an interesting day so far uh, I know you got to get back onto the court we've got two games left and I know uh, you're interested to see how it's going Austria comfortably ahead of New Zealand yeah but I'm going to draw you all the way back to the second game of the day to, to round up our chat, Mackie. South Africa 3, Australia 3, six-goal thriller. On paper, South Africa the underdogs. Australia ranked higher, finished fourth at the last World Cup. Very different team. Little bit of happiness from South Africa in getting a draw, but I think a bit of disappointment as well. So I might be um, making a... Uh astonishing statement but i would say in my opinion the uh, the aussies were underdogs in that game i believe south africa is a better team than australia in the, in the end of the day the aussies came back but i believe that that south africa had a chance to put the nail in today and, and ultimately we got a point and we could have lost it in the end and the aussies never said i those those guys fight until the end they've got a spirit that is and a unity that is powerful so in the end probably a fair result but maybe uh, Australia in, in that pool is a game that South Africa and, and Justin and the team are definitely focusing um, to, to get points. We got one in the end. It's better than nothing. But more than that, I think the, the performance in patches today was inspiring, was super inspiring. You could see young, young hockey players all around the, the, the court in love with the game, in love with the players. For me, it was just wonderful to watch. I mean, we know about the Kasims, we've got Tun, we've got, um, for me, um, Gabani Gabella. Mm. I mean, for me, he's like a, like a, um, like an explosion. You know, he is like a rocket. I, I, I admire, he plays like a lion. Um, so for, it was wonderful. I, I really enjoyed it. And again, I want to make um, a special mention for, for the captain. I think it was another captain's performance. Jet Eustace is solid and so important to the, to the, uh, the balance of the South African men's team because there's some like, really precocious talents. But Jet just offers this solid, experienced, dependable. But today, I thought there was a little bit of source. There was a little bit of magic from, from Jet. And I was really, really proud of him today. Absolutely. So they got the one point, tough, uh, tough start, but they'll be looking to bounce back tomorrow night playing the Czech Republic, I think it is, at 8, 10, 8.30, somewhere around there. It's around the 8 o'clock time. If you are in Pretoria, come on down. Otherwise, it's on Watch Hockey and SABC uh, Sports, and I think it'll be on Supersport as well. Mackers, last question, and I didn't throw you this one, but of all the players you, you saw today, was there one that you're just going to dream a little bit more about their hockey uh, tonight when you go to bed? So um, one highlight of the day for me um, was the number 20 from Australia who was singing her anthem and then singing the American anthem, which was just a, a great moment of sport. And she's like, yeah, I lived in, I went to college in America and I liked the song. I was like, ah, fair enough, mate. Um, so that was a bit of a, a fun aside. She's, she's got a, a good spirit. Um, my favorite goal um, of the day was from Schmidt in the Austrian game. 
his stick, the, the, the ball was in the net before anyone even realized he took a shot. It was a quick backhand, just the element of surprise, and I really appreciate a goal like that. But if I have to name a silky, beautiful player that's kind of like the orchestra of, of the choir, um, the orchestrator, rather, it's Nicky Lice. Um, he's played, it's his second World Cup, and he just looks like he's matured a lot as a player, as a human being. Um, I know him personally also, he's a great lad. For me, he looks like he, he's, just, he's just pulling the strings and just quietly pulling the strings. And then the way that he just ghosted through and rocketed that ball into the roof of the net was quite simply sublime. And I don't believe he was even in second gear, so I cannot wait to see more from Nicky Lice. Ah, you've heard it, Jeff. It's Nicky Lice, the magician, is bringing music to the orchestra, the musician, rather than magician, because it's a thing of true beauty, not something that's only... Uh, confusing it's it's amazing to watch it's amazing to listen to and uh, Mecca's this has been a great chat what a great day looking forward to more of it tomorrow unbelievable day one of the FIH indoor hockey world cup here in South Africa it's real and we're back with the South African Hockey Association interim CEO Sean Bikes. Sean now uh, it's been a baptism of fire in the role um, you obviously came in and there was a junior world cup go uh, the teams going overseas for the hockey fires the nation's cup indoor world cup loading an incredible opportunity but uh it's been a lot of hard work it must be wonderful to be here though and see the tournament underway i think the first day blew my mind this morning when the first south african anthem was played i had gooses just loving in the moment we were making memories and memories for the rest of the world to see and it is really awesome being here if um if i asked you what does it mean to south africa as a whole and what does it mean to south african hockey to be a trusted host for the fih i think it's two twofold for me firstly from a continent point of view um, South Africa stepped up and we're representing our continent um, to bring this showcase to the continent is phenomenal secondly I think we've done for the rest of the world what no other country has done I mean we, we, we all hear that this tournament was only ever hosted in Europe well South Africa has been the out of Europe host and it's really a proud moment for us. I think from, um, from a hockey perspective, seeing the youngsters here today was, was amazing. But what was even better is a whole uh, a facility packed with enthusiasts that really enjoyed the game from half past eight this morning and they're still going strong this evening. Yeah, I, it's been mind-blowing it's been goosebump tingling moments um yeah I, I just think sitting there this morning as a fan not not as a worker on behalf of Vesa hockey as a fan it was an incredible moment to see south africa lining up for the national anthem and and singing and an audience packed with people that was yeah just wow Yes, yes. I think what I should have mentioned earlier is seeing people from different countries in our venue. People 
um, of all ages really rallying together to celebrate the game. Because today for me, hockey was the winner. Hockey has absolutely been the winner today. It's uh, so special. But uh, obviously South Africa unable to get the win in the opening game with Austria. The men getting a draw. What are you hoping to see from your national sides over the course of the week? Look, the, the crowds were behind them today. Um, it lifted us when, when we needed it. Our boys did exceptionally well. Um, I'm not the coach, so I don't want to want to preempt anything that the coaches, both men and ladies coaches, would say. But um, as a hockey population, I think we always remain hopeful. We hear um, anything can happen. I know when I spoke to the coach um, in one of the pre-warm-up games, he said, "Look, we're going to take it match by match." And that's exactly what we expect from them. We, we expect them to grow in this tournament and to get better um, as each game um, comes. And the same for the ladies. It's no use you try and, and set re unrealistic hopes or unrealistic goals. But at the end of the day, if they are sincere to themselves, they know how hard they've worked. And boy, have they worked hard. Um, all we can do is rely on them to take us to the best level that they're able to. And Sean, in typical South African fashion, we've seen uh, ticket sales spark in the last couple of days as we like to wait till the last minute. What would the call to all the South Africans in the area be? Why should they get down to the Hartfelt Arena? Guys, we had a show today. A bumper, bumper show. There is, we promise for much more this coming week. So please don't hesitate. Don't wait for Friday. Don't wait for Saturday. Come join us tomorrow, um, as early as tomorrow. Tomorrow night, our men and ladies play. Uh, the first game's at 7, and uh, followed by the men immediately after. So the, um, all those workers, there'll be more than enough time for you to grab supper, join us, come and see South Africans on home soil, not a, not a view we normally get. Tickets are available at itickets.co.za. So please go out and get your tickets. You heard it here first from South African Hockey Association, interim CEO, Sean Bikies. Get down and be a part of history. Thank you very much, Sean. And we continue our day one wrap now with Marsha Cox. Marsha, again, welcome back. I'm not even going to say welcome back. Uh, welcome home to our podcast <laughs> once again. An emotional day is what I said to Sean. It's what I said to Mackie. But, uh, you know, you you more than most, you've experienced the highs that sport can bring. You've experienced the Olympics, the Commonwealth, the World Cup. You, you got to sing your national anthem so many times, but singing it this morning must have ranked up there with one of the best moments. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... I remember when the anthems played for the for the women's game and Mackie was standing on the other side of the of the court and the two of us were belting it out as loud as we can and we made eye contact and it was just like oh my god you know the the pride that you have that we could actually almost feel this the pride that the players were also just oozing and feel their energy from the field and the crowd was here. It was fantastic. I think singing the anthem when you've got a big crowd behind you as well is extra special. Absolutely. And the crowd did get behind the teams. 
you obviously you saw the SA men go into a 2-0 lead looking commanding make a couple of changes didn't seem to work and then they ended up having to chase the game Jethro Eustace pulled them level 3-3 what did you make of the the South African men's experience this morning I think it's always interesting because there's a lot of nervous energy we we saw that across all the teams actually today but with our men's team I think that they really channeled their energy well at the start of the game and uh, one of the lessons we also learned from the outdoor the men's outdoor world cup was if you take that 2-0 lead you need to punish the team and uh, I think that they, that's a lesson that they would take from today's game that's going up early then make sure that you punish them and and make that gap a bit bigger and you you experienced that exact same situation in your career um what what is the overriding feeling because obviously jubilation to save a draw at the end but disappointment that you didn't take the win yeah i think of course also great leadership from jet we have to give him that he he really took the game into his own hands and he led that team by example and got that that equalizing goal but um I think the thing that we have to also, yeah, that disappointment we need to take into the next game and and use it in a form of discipline. Um, I think that that's going to be really key for the men in the next game. That that dis- yeah, jubilation from to get the equalizer and walk away with one point. But I spoke to some of the guys in the in the corridor after the game, and yes, they were disappointed. Um, because it was so close to, to walking away with three points, but not a bad start to the tournament. Not a bad start, room for improvement. A team that had massive room for improvements on day one, unfortunately, was the Namibian woman. It really didn't click for them today. They came out uh, a little bit, dare I say it, a little bit tired, and Kazakhstan absolutely took advantage of the situation. Uh, winning their first ever Indoor Hockey World Cup against the African champions. Uh, how do you think those Namibians are feeling? What was your view on that game? Um, speaking to the coach after the game and also to some of the players, they felt pain. And I definitely understand why. Uh, like you said, the, I think the first five minutes of the game cost them where they ended up 2-0 two, behind and then ended up having to chase that. They grew into the game. They missed the penalty stroke or it was saved, but um, they had plenty in it to at least get a point out of that game in, in the end. But, you know, these are the tournaments where every second counts and that is a hard lesson sometimes to learn. They are feeling the pain, I think rightfully so, because there's so much more in this Namibian team and they unfortunately didn't allow us as the spectators to see it in that first quarter. Maggie Mengo, though, uh, can hold her head up high. She was probably the star of the show for them. In fact, on commentary, I said, if they manage the equaliser, give the player of match to her. Um, unfortunately, they didn't. But, uh, you know, there's only so much a player can do individually. You've been a captain. You know how hard it is to also pick up a team after this. Um, are you hoping to see some, some fireworks from the, uh, the Namibians tomorrow? Absolutely. They... I think also were overwhelmed with a little bit of emotion today. You know, uh, Maggie, she did really well, but she also had a slow start in the game. I don't know whether it was also carrying all that emotion. Her son was the flag bearer. You know, it was, it was you, you started this podcast off with, it was a day full of emotion. 
I don't think that we realize for some individuals in this event how much emotion actually is in there, um, whether it be the Ukrainians or somebody like uh, Maggie who's playing her final, it's her final rodeo for, for Namibia, having his son here, having him as a flag bearer. What a special occasion. So I'm looking forward to these, this team just growing into the tournament and bringing the fireworks. I, I love that you, you segue there for me, but... Uh Probably the loudest cheer of the entire day came at the completion of the Ukrainian National Anthem. How special to have them here. Disappointing for them that their late goal was disallowed. Uh, rightfully so. Um, they couldn't get the win, settling for a draw with Canada. But again, just sport is triumphing in a, in a time where, where humanity has failed. Yeah, Nelson Mandela said it. Sport has, has the power to unite nations and and change lives and that's exactly what we're witnessing yeah emotion wow to be honest i had a good uh, cry in the dark passage after that anthem so um not only feeling yeah not only were the ukrainians filled with a lot of emotion but i think a lot of people in the stadium as well it was special the other the other interesting uh emotional game obviously was right at the start of the day south africa taking on austria just before we, we, we segue to that one, Netherlands, 10-0 New Zealand, <laughs> without even breaking a sweat really, and, and I'm not discrediting New Zealand. Uh, I think New Zealand played really well to, to frustrate and not make it easy, but you kind of felt like Netherlands were always in control, and should they have needed to, they had a couple of gears they could have geared up and, and sped up play and stuff. So really a routine kind of victory for them tough uh, 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 announcement uh, arrival into the world of indoor hockey for uh, for New Zealand do you think we're, do you think we're seeing ominous signs early on about how dangerous the Dutch side is going to be I think absolutely uh, just early signs um, but the Dutch as a nation they thrive on on challenging games like in challenging games and the games, much like today, are sometimes a lot tougher than we actually think they are for them. So if you actually just think back to the first quarter, it was a slow start for them. Um, there was also a lot of nervous energy. While uh, they did win 10-0, we saw them make some really basic errors at times. And these are the things that, that the Dutch are not comfortable with. They really prefer a, a really hard, challenging game. And that's when we will see them geared up. And also, probably, we saw fantastic goals from Donia Zwinkels. But when the pressure's on, we'll even see more of a, of a show. She is, in fact, equaled the record for the most goals in one game for a Dutch player in a World Cup. It is five. It's been done once before in 2015. So there's a nice feather in the cap for her. The team it was done against in 2015 was South Africa. Of course, uh, they started the game and put out probably one of their best first-half performances that I've seen in a couple of years. They really were fired up. They were using the crowd to lift themselves. Maybe a little bit frustrated that they didn't take more of an advantage when they had the upper hand in that first half. Well, Tyron, we said it was going to be end-to-end stuff. That is, a, that is a call that we did make. And I think that the South Africans came out and they gave us exactly that performance. It was end to end. It could have gone any way. And indeed it did go the way we wouldn't have wanted to, it to go. 
Um, but I was really impressed with the the determination, the motivation, and just that passion and commitment that they showed in that first quarter. The great goal from Jess O'Connor. I think that that is exactly what she needed to start this tournament off with. Boost the confidence, show what you got, um, show your your power in that penalty corner, and um, and they can build off that. They had great opportunities right up until that last unfortunate uh, moment with the with the stroke, but. They were they were so gearing to go, and you felt that from the start. They just need to keep bringing that energy every single game. And tomorrow, playing against the Netherlands, they're going to need to be really disciplined. And I think together with the passion they showed today, and if they show some discipline tomorrow, then for the rest of the tournament, we're going to have a powerhouse in that South African women's team. And from the teams you've watched today, Netherlands aside, who's impressed you the most? To be quite honest, um, on the men's side, I was really impressed with Argentina as well as the USA. We've seen signs of them in in the practices and they've been really slick, looking sharp. But that Iran-Argentina uh, game, what an exciting game. And Argentina just came out and played. In the start, you just, I think you, you, you almost thought Iran is gonna gonna win this hands down, um, and Argentina proved them proved everybody wrong. Um, so that was really exciting. And and on the women's side, you know, I I still believe that our South African team is going to be that dark horse. And they really impressed me this morning, despite the loss. I think that they're going to be a team that's just gonna gonna make a few surprises in this tournament. Wow, Marsha, thank you very much. It was a great day of action. Uh, we're looking forward to another day. Obviously, we're recording just before the end of the last game, uh, Belgium in action. Now, uh, you know, we, we've got to make sure we get it out before it's tomorrow. So uh, uh, what did you think? Uh, who did you think was going to be successful in this game? Well, I actually got in here when uh, Belgium were 1-0 down. So <laughs> I didn't... I. I must admit, I um, haven't seen enough of this Belgium team, so I'm really looking forward to see if they have the ability to, to come back and, and claw their way back into this team. But uh, Czech started off really, really well. Uh, absolutely. Look, Czech Republic are a very, very good team. Um, so it's a good test. Belgium, of course, a little bit less experience, a little bit less of a, a firecracker when it comes to indoor hockey, still developing in that regard. But what a great day of action, from anthems to tears, from shivers to goosebumps, from goals to celebrations. Today had it all, tomorrow we'll just continue the story. What a great pleasure, and uh, Marsh, we'll chat to you more tomorrow. Indeed, looking forward to it. Thank you. Cheers.